0: Loneliness can have the health, the negative health effects of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Oh, really? In terms of people who are genuinely, tragically lonely can in fact have the the serious negative health effects that come from that. Welcome to another episode of This Catholic Life, conversations about life's ups and downs, big and small, how we deal with every situation imaginable, whatever life throws at us, but still manage to be sensible, practical, and joyful. Today's show is about loneliness, a conversation about being alone, uh, sometimes alone in a crowd, but all the different ways in which loneliness plays out in our Catholic life. I'm Peter Holmes, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Galliott. Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. And we're lonely today because we, we are about lacking our third in the crowd um Renee is I actually visited Renee uh yesterday and she is with her newborn baby and it's a lovely lovely privilege to have held uh, the newborn baby and <laughs> and smiled very ear to ear with her over that <laughs> and speaking of newborn babies I think one of the loneliest times I experienced was when I was holding my first baby oh and it felt like the time when I should have been rejoicing in family and all that, you know, Yay! I've got a family. I've got a kid, and they'll never be lonely again because they'll dominate my next eighteen years, which was true. <laughs> but two a.m. and you're holding a baby, and you feel so very alone. I feel very right. like there's no one here to give me advice, to help me, to understand me. Everyone nods, but it doesn't really seem like they understand. Yeah. So. It's a weird way to think about loneliness, but maybe we could start by defining what we mean by loneliness. What do you reckon, Box?
1: there's uh, I mean there's obviously the I mean the most obvious thing of physically being alone. But I think there's also that uh, that mental aspect of it that that it's why you can be alone in a crowd and alone in you know, a in a busy room or a or a packed train. Right.
0: Well, let's unpack that. How is it possible to be alone? Because if we're talking about aloneness, you've distinguished there between physical and mental, right? Hmm. Well, physical aloneness is is obvious; is easy to see because you're out in the middle of nowhere and you oh yeah, you know, nobody's around you. But as you say, sometimes the most alone time you feel is when you're in a crowd of yep. strangers. Yeah. So, how could we possibly be alone in a train, for example?
1: Well, I mean, if if I may, I I remember back one of the most alone times I've experienced was when I was a team leader for Catholic Youth Services uh, back years ago. And while we were living in a household with other young people and we constantly had uh, ministry to hundreds of students or young people, I constantly felt alone because I had to, as a team leader, shoulder certain burdens that the others didn't. And right. I really think in that it's, it's finding that element that you have uh, in common with others, right? Um, and sometimes when you're in a group of strangers, while you might find certain elements that are in common, like you're all in that room together or whatever, yep. It's it's not something that it's not what you're looking for, or right. um, you know, to connect with, I guess.
0: That the connection is the word that we're looking for there. The, there's not mm-hmm. the connection there. Now, sometimes you are looking for it. In fact, the, f- the very fact that you're lonely, you're feeling lonely, seems to indicate mm-hmm. you are looking for something. But yeah. I think yeah. is what you're saying that you, you even while, while you're looking for it and there seems to be plenty of people who might fit the category, you're not finding it. Yes, yes. That's right. Now, how much of this, now this is a good question for me at least because I don't know the answer. I remember back when I was in youth ministry and I was whining about loneliness, and I'm not saying everyone's whining, I was definitely whining. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: my leader pointed out to me, there's plenty of people here to be to help you with aloneness, but you are looking for a specific kind of relationship. That's right. And if that's not available, you have written off all the other possibilities. Mm. In other words, there are many ways to be with people. There are many kinds of modes of friendship, and I was rejecting friendships because they didn't—they didn't hit the the nail on the head. They're the one that I wanted, if you like. Mm. The most obvious one is when a young person is looking for a, a romantic relationship, and they—they yeah. they quite often shut off good friendships with people of the opposite sex or the same sex because they're in single-minded pursuit of this goal. And it, it becomes a problem for them because they end up shutting down um, not only the solution to loneliness and and genuine friendships and goodness, but often it's through those friendships that we achieve other
1: goals, like that we actually yeah. meet someone that we might be interested yeah. in. That's why I think it it part of it is that frame of mind because it's it's what you're looking for sort of changes how you're seeing everything in that moment.
0: Yeah, that's right, and and it's kind of uh, we want answers to our needs, but often we put such limited parameters on those answers that that when God serves them up or when, when an opportunity arises to not be lonely, we mm. go, oh, it's not the one I wanted. I didn't want yeah. that one. Yeah. And therefore, you know, we're, we're actually locked into the limit of our own imagination because yeah. God has a bigger imagination than us. He can solve our problems in ways we wouldn't have even thought of. And if we were open to that possibility, we might have been drawn into a, a much more amazing and new adventure of, of solving our problems. So that was an interesting thing for me. I was looking – I wasn't looking for romance at that particular time. I was looking for yeah. a, a very deep and meaningful conversation that really yeah. stretched into particular issues, and I wanted someone to be as passionate about the scriptures and about evangelization as I was. And <laughs> what I really needed was someone to balance me and say, hey, there's a time for that, and there's yeah. a time to go over here and kick mm. the football. Mm. And my friends – were the ones who uh, dragged me out to kick footballs and they would listen and they'd kind of go along a little bit with what I was saying, but they'd pull me out of myself and actually stop me being a one-dimensional nitwitter.
1: Well, I think one of the the biggest dangers of of loneliness in that sense is that uh, we can get so caught up in ourselves. um, It can very quickly become woe is me and become a lot more inward focused. I know when I've sort of had those difficulties with things like depression and things that often lead from this feeling of loneliness, uh, It sometimes it started from that, oh, they didn't say hi to me. What's wrong <laughs> with me? You know, and
0: Basically, you're predisposed to think ill of yourself and, and well with yeah, me. It feeds into itself, doesn't
1: it? It does. It really does. It strikes me in,
0: in a city in particular, but also in the country when I grew up, there's never anyone short of someone to talk to. There, You only have to step in. I know I keep mentioning this, but the old folks' homes, retirement villages, people who um, are lonely in themselves, people who have needs, all of these people will talk to you at the drop of a hat. Mm. Um, volunteer as a card player on recreation day down at the local uh, retirement village, and you will have no end of conversation. Now, the problem mm. is, of course... But it's not the conversation we want. We want – we, and we soon realise what we actually want <laughs> when we start saying, well, why don't you go talk to these guys? I was kind of hoping to kick a ball with someone. and They're not really up for yeah. that. So the point is, is that there's lots and lots of people with needs mm. and we could quite easily break ourselves not only out of loneliness but also, you were mentioning there, the whole introvert, like the inward-looking nature of um, when the cycle of depression or or anxiety hits we often look on our own needs mm. and just stepping outside our own needs even for a short time each week not yeah. only connects us with people we might not have connected with but it means that we're actually doing some good mm. and we we welcome into our life someone who we would never have thought about it's an opportunity to sort of go outside of ourselves and change the scene mm. Yeah, I, I don't. Maybe uh, this is something to explore. Are we lonely because we so severely limit the the kind of person we would
1: accept as fulfilling that loneliness? Yeah, it, it's it's funny because I uh, <laughs> my friends constantly roll their eyes at me and uh, often facepalm when we go out um, because whether it's shopping at Coles or Woolies or at the restaurant or wherever we are, I make an effort to just. Banter with the people that are serving us or the people that are there, um, often (laughs) with the goal of trying to elicit a laugh or two. Right. Um, And it's uh, someone a while ago, Peter, I'm not sure if you remember this, uh, suggested to me that um, if we accept every moment that we have with someone as an opportunity to love them, that became my challenge. And it helped me a lot with my, I guess, with my feelings of loneliness, learning to. I guess, step outside myself in those situations, as you're saying, uh, and, and focus really less on myself. I'm not saying that this is something that, hap- you know, that could cure clinical depression or anything. I've, I'm not an expert. No, no. Um, I know just we're talking my... about
0: that, the, yeah. the sensation of loneliness here and that yeah. there is a legitimate loneliness, which we'll talk about in a minute. But right. what you're talking about here is that a lot of it is when we've, we're inward looking. And yeah. if we look outward, That's... there are many, many interactions. Can I put to you, though, that the lovely person, you know, you've made someone day brighter and I've watched you do it many times, Box, no, by simply being cheerful and, and bringing them in. And, and even if the joke's a corny one, they see that you're making an effort to yes. engage them as a human being and that in itself has value,
1: That's even
0: right. if it's corny and even if it's weak. And it's like dad jokes. The kids go, oh, but they know the dad kid thing has just happened. Mm. But there's something... You can't have from that kind. You can't have passing banter and and fulfil the deeper sense of loneliness mm. because really, what we're built for is for communion. For communion. Yes. And I'm not talking about having necessarily being married. I'm talking about being able to actually have conversations like this. The reason mm. why podcasts are are interesting to some people and many people is that it feels like you're having a conversation with people, and you are to some extent. We get feedback from our our listeners, and we, we're talking back in a slightly slower way <laughs> than we would if they were here, but it's still, you know, an ongoing conversation between many people. It's the reason we had Bible studies together rather than just mm. apart. We want to talk together. We want to commune together, and you want to yeah. be part of something together. And in some respects, you need to feel like someone's heard you. Yes, Someone's yes. actually noticed you and paid attention and come to you. Now, mm. there's been a study a couple of them but one particular study that i noticed that showed that loneliness can have the health the negative health effects of smoking 15 cigarettes a day oh really in terms of in terms of people who are genuinely tragically lonely can in fact have the the serious negative health effects that come from that uh of you know clearly all of the normal things that come you know the cycles of, of mental health decline etc but mm. but just the fact that your friends pull you out of yourself yeah. pull you into exercise for starters into mental exercise into activities that uh, involve laughter or cons- you know deep consideration um, a genuine, even an argument is communion. Mm. Having a kind of a difference of opinion in a respectful way is
1: still communing with other human beings. And without that, we kind of shrivel up a bit. Yeah. I think a lot of that is, is just simply having someone that acknowledges our existence and by the very communication, that communion. I mean, when I, uh, I've done several uh, mission trips overseas to live with the poor, and it wasn't, that we were building houses for them or with them. It wasn't that we were doing all these things with them. It was the fact that we just turned up. I remember one of the uh, parents that took me in pulled me aside and said, look, you have this brilliant lifestyle in Sydney. You have this A, B, C, D. Why would you give that up to be here with us? Mm. And at the end of the trip, they said that was the most powerful thing for them is that someone, was there for them and acknowledged that they existed in the very more, the right. most basic level and someone that wasn't even from, you know, what country they were yeah. from. And yet
0: the very fact that you're talking about this experience in those, mm. those less advantageous situations, it shows that that is something that wasn't in your regular life, that they had something you didn't have and perhaps, mm. or that rather that the experience of helping them was something you didn't have. And that's a standout experience for you now. Yeah. I mean, of all the things in your life if, if they had to measure all the things that they would think are standouts, yeah. you valued that one uh, among a lot of them mm. and, I, and I wonder if there's not the connection of uh, that we're looking for in loneliness sometimes we give it a false label, like we, we, we say it has to be a girl or it has to be a guy <laughs> or it has to be this kind of friend who's going who's going to be the mate that I saw in that movie who's always got his arms around me, something maybe. We're not actually looking for the right things. Maybe the communion we're looking for is something that actually shapes us into a better person. Not
1: necessarily is the the kind of the the bit that we want. It's it's funny that you put it that way um, in that wording because I mean, having studied theology and talking about love as the desire of the good of the other, and here you are uh, in that situation. If you know, hypothetically speaking, you're in that situation. Almost dictating how you want that communication to be. And it's almost <laughs> yes. like you're dictating love. You're dictating yes. how you want to be loved. In and a the particular one definition way.
0: of love, the definition of love is that it must be free. Yeah. Um, because you cannot dictate love. You cannot dominate. Because as soon as you say, you must do this for me because you love me, you've actually undermined love. It's just That's become right. obedience. Mm. or submission or something like that. You don't want that. What you want is someone freely to give themselves to you, and that means it comes at their terms, and it Mm. means comes with their creativity and their personality. And in some respects, when we put such limitations on who's going to solve our loneliness, sometimes we actually make a shape that God doesn't fit. Mm. So if we say, this is how I'm going to be, all my problems are going to be solved, sometimes God doesn't fit that box. Yeah. And and he can't come into our life and be the, uh, the central relationship in our life because we've made it into something superficial or that, that certain parameters which just don't, God knows, isn't good for us.
1: Mm. Um, and that that can be a big issue. An interesting thing, as Catholics, as pra- practising Catholics, talking about the understanding that God doesn't work in ways that we always understand, yet where he's, where he's saying, but you have to talk to me in this way, like, I'm looking for God to speak to me through you, but only if you speak in this way. Um, yeah, in this, in this language and uh, in memes, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs>
0: right. Cat memes. No, I hate cat Preferably. Memes. Anyway, I've just lost half our audience now. I don't like the cat memes. <laughs> okay. I better shut up about cats. Dogs are great, by the way. Um, Now I've just increased my loneliness box. <laughs> Uh, all right now in terms of loneliness we talked about solitude and the difference between loneliness and solitude do you Mm. want to spin out that definition when we define loneliness what does it mean and what does solitude mean
1: yeah well i mean obviously i'm not an expert but having talked about loneliness and that sort of that frame of mind of connecting and and wanting to connect in particular ways uh, for me solitude especially in the in the sense of my prayer life and my experience has been those moments when I've experienced things and I, I, I sort of want that personal time to myself to reflect and I guess grow as a person. And I think there's a difference between solitude and loneliness in that situation because it's, it's like there's that positive understanding in solitude where you're not being there, I guess, permanently um it's it's, That's there for the, it's probably the
0: key isn't it it's about yeah. moderation because quite often in my life i'm surrounded by people and i talk to a lot of people because i'm a lecturer and people ask me questions and sometimes when i've got something i need to work through in my own head mm. i'm just sort of hands on head going give me some space i need yeah. some <laughs> solitude i need to actually think and my Long service leave is coming up, and so what I hope to do is find a couple of days just sitting with my own journal and just sitting and looking at something beautiful, like a beach or sunset or something, probably hard to arrange for a couple of days, um, and just just spew thoughts, you know, and just think because that's necessary. Now, I'm a very social person. I like to talk, as people might have guessed by now. I like to be engaged in deep discussions, Mm. but you just need that little bit. But maybe the key is... Moderation that everything's we need a bit of each of these things. We need a bit of alone time and a bit of uh, other, you know,
1: cures for loneliness, other people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, if it's good enough for Superman, (laughs) it's good enough for (laughs) Superman. It's good enough for me. Oh, we had to go there, didn't we?
0: (laughs) Now we need a Marvel quote to sort of wrap it up. A DC quote. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Superman's DC. Yeah. The, um, so, oh, yeah. Marvel Fire. Counteract it. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Marvel for balance. Yes, yeah, yes. None of this left wing, right wing stuff. We're doing Marvel DC. <laughs> One thing, and maybe this is it's just struck me, probably because I'm really stupid, that maybe when we get the alone time, even when we don't want it, hmm. maybe we see that as an opportunity to explore the solitude, to actually do that thinking that was necessary. That's right. And when we have the time, where people are in our face and annoying, and we just like to have the alone time. Maybe that's the time to see as much as is possible for us. Maybe this is a time which I will look back on and, and value the connection I had with this person, even if yeah. it's inconvenient and annoying and I'm tired. I mean, I, I can tell you that there's lots of people said when I, when I was holding little babies, hold on to this moment because you will, you will miss it. Mm. And at the time I was thinking, I can't wait to miss it because i just want some sleep i just <laughs> get want some me there sleep. now get me there now and now that i'm here my oldest my youngest child is 7 mm. there's no longer a crying baby kind of in my arms and i held a baby yesterday and it was real heartstring stuff just yeah i i now can look back at that time where i didn't want that communion mm. and now i see it for the value it was and i didn't appreciate it at the time because i was overwhelmed with other things in the midst of um, it all yeah in the midst of it all and mm. i suspect that that's what we're going to find if we look back on things in our past we never really quite understood the value of what we were dealing with at the time both that's loneliness right. and togetherness
1: yeah yeah and I, I find that um i i've started to try to take those moments when i am feeling lonely as uh, being very careful knowing how quickly it can go from one thing to another but to try to look at what it is, that, what what's that saying about me, and in terms of what am I looking for in this moment, and I guess can, turning that, loneliness that. into that solitude.
0: I would just caution at that point because, um, and as a, I'm a melancholic personality, uh, oh, if yeah. anyone's, we should have a show on the four per, four personality types, the temperaments. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. But um, one of my more dominant traits is melancholic, oh, okay. which means that if I get alone, I tend to shred myself. Ah. so if i reflect on myself <laughs> it's not a good panel review of, my, <laughs> of myself like <laughs> the panel review is you are rubbish you're rubbish you're really rubbish and if oh, i leave no. it too long that's not good so solitude mm. has to be i think solitude has to be focused and that's part of the yeah. wisdom of the church fathers that that we turn our solitude not into random meanderings no. but that we actually focus and that and the the divine office calls us to focus on the psalms which are the the cries of joy and anguish of our fellow human beings and they focus us on others and on on Mm. the on our communion with others even when we're alone through the psalms we join ourselves with their hopes and fears and dreams and cries and we unite ourselves to Mm. to people to god's people who are and to christ who's interceding for us all right we've probably delve the depths of solitude enough for today um, probably what we should do is do a show on sadness uh, and good. and some other related topics on this so maybe we can do that there. but for now that's enough for today if today's discussion got you thinking or arguing with your podcast device um, let us know uh, we hope that this podcast makes you feel a little less lonely and you can help us be less lonely by sending us some feedback um, send it to thiscatholiclife.com.au or hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and let us know how you feel about this topic, whether loneliness is a good or a bad thing, or both. Um, Write us a review on iTunes if you can. Remember, this is a uniquely Australian Catholic podcast, and we think that's an idea worth getting behind, so tell your friends. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to This Catholic Life.